So we are going to be doing Sister Wives for uh, for this week. Um, we're not going to do much on top of the episode. We will maybe have a couple of announcements for the main um, OG episode. Um, and I think that's it. I think by the time you get this, you should have already had last resort. I know it's late. But um, yeah, I think that's basically it. So we're going to jump into Sister Wives right now. Okay, so Sister Wives for this week was, we kind of actually were texting back and forth about this, but heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Um, But here we go. So we'll leave the heartbreaking aspect of this to the end, and let's do the fluff stuff that we can kind of get past pretty quickly. Um, so, truly riding a bicycle, or learning to ride a bicycle. Um, I feel this. I I feel her pain. I do agree that uh, the fact that you can balance yourself on two wheels is not uh, normal, um, because I've never ridden a bike, guys. That's one of my things that I don't admit very much, but I don't give a shit. But uh, yeah, I never did well with, it's not even just bicycles, anything that I had to balance on wheels didn't feel normal to me. So I tried, definitely tried. Um, So I definitely understood truly in this moment. And um, it's anxiety. It's all anxiety ridden. Um, I would think, uh, just from my experiences, and it's a control thing. You need the control, and you don't really have control when trying to learn how to ride a bike. So, the bike controls you. So, I get it. But eventually, I think, like, if she's really determined and she really wants this, either she will learn or she will give up. I took the give up strategy. Um, so yeah, great. And then McKelty, we as we kind of already know, like these these twins are almost a year old now. Um, but she announces that she is pregnant to Isabel, who didn't know, and then announces that, oh, by the way, we're having twins. So it's great. And uh yeah. So nothing really I wanna say there. Uh God bless you. So yeah, um, and then trying to remember everything here that happened um, before we get to the good stuff. Um, yeah, I don't really care about Janelle and the whole planting vegetables and stuff. I get it that doing that is therapeutic. Um, so great. Um, nothing there for me to say. I'm just kind of over her always kind of being like, yeah, you know, I don't really see me and him reconciling, yet you were a giddy school girl when he took you out to dinner for your birthday, so I'm confused, ma'am, because I think you're confused, but anyway, it is what it is there, and what else, what else, what else, I've 
yeah, I don't really have much else to say. Like, I know we kind of get a little bit from Sob and Robin about truly turning 12 and all of that. And I kind of tuned her out, to be totally honest with you. Because she started crying. I said, oh, I was kind of over it. Um, and this, this aspect of things, again, whenever it has to do with somebody's children or child, pisses me off. So when the producers ask this fuck turd whether or not he has been in contact with Maddie, and he says, you know, well, ever since Christine and the divorce, like, you know, Maddie hasn't reached out to me. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's COVID or what. And obviously we find out from Janelle the reason Maddie doesn't talk to him, which is all fair. And he's like, you know, I don't know why. Well, you know, Cody, I'm going to say this again, and I've been saying this. How about you reach out to your child? Why don't you call her? Why does it always have to be about them calling you? And again, this... I get so angry about this, and maybe some people's views are different, but I'm so triggered by this because this is how some of my family um, treated me at any point in my life. Not even just as an adult, but also as a child. It was always expected of me to be the one to be in contact with them. When I'm the child, you're the adult, you know? Like, I won't get into any details as to who, but that was something I struggled with for years. And it's frustrating for me to see this person constantly saying, oh yeah, like, they don't reach out to me. I haven't talked to them. And it's like, well, Cody, you have a fucking phone. You can't use that. Well, they can come to my house with Maddie because she doesn't live in the same state as you. And you could pick up your fucking phone and call your daughter, who is a mother of two, who is a wife, who probably has a busy life and a busy schedule. Not to say you don't, but you are still her father. Come on, Cody. Like, this is, this is, Fine, bullying to me. That pissed me off. But let's get into the bigger thing here that we're kind of stalling on Mary. Now, it hurts my heart to see her being told on her anniversary, I'm assuming it was on her anniversary, that he doesn't want a relationship with you anymore. And for him to be so cold about it. And just distant about it. A person who you've been with since you were 19 years old. 18, 19 years old. And you... And I understand the whole thing with her saying you promised... And you didn't keep your promise about, you know, when he apparently told that, you know, his love for her would have change, that she's his person. Now, here's what I'll say. Do people change more from different people? Yes. Yes, they do. 
that is 100% true. And I think that's particularly going to happen when you're getting married so young. But when she also says, like, if you looked at us 10 years ago, you know, we were fine, we were happy, we were in love. And I 100% agree with her on this because going back and watching the pre the first season of the show with all of the tension and the distance between them at that point, watching, going back and watching that first season, I'm just like, what is this relationship? This is foreign to me. I haven't seen this relationship in forever. And he seemed to be so in love with her, and not just her, but all of his wives. And it's just, how do you so quickly change? And when he says, like, I've tried and whatever, like I, I told you, my, my mom doesn't quite see things the same way. And and she thinks that maybe he did. Now, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. Maybe he did try. But I really don't think he did. And the thing is, it's like, with everything that happened that she did, I don't necessarily blame you for not wanting to try or make it work. In all honesty, despite the catfishing aspect of things, she did emotionally cheat on him. Fine. I get it. But then own your shit and tell her, I can't come back from this. Eight fucking years ago. Not now. Like, you've given her false hope the entire fucking time, and that's that's what pisses me off about him and about the situation. Now, do I think Mary's been living in a place called denial? Yes, I think to a certain extent, because he may not have been telling you with his words, but he was telling you with his actions. And I know that's not an easy thing to come to grips on, but once it's there, you you need to look around you and see but I also understand from her point of view how difficult that is to separate yourself from that because you're so hell-bent on making this work. And I, I can't fault her for that. I can fault her for picking this fucking guy, but I can't fault her for that. This this is all she's known for 32 years. This is the first person she's probably, I mean, maybe not the first person she's she's been like with in a romantic sense. But this is the first person that she's been intimate with. Her, this was the person she married. This is the person who fathered her daughter, now son. This is this is the person she lived her life with for thirty-two years. I can't imagine being with someone for thirty-two years and separating yourself from that. I mean, fuck! I was with someone for four years happily. And it was difficult to separate myself from that, even though I was the one who made the decision, but it needed to be done. And it's not easy. So I get it. And him just being so cold about it to her and saying, you know, I don't see that. Now, I think it's great that he's being honest with her, but I feel like you should have done that eight years ago. You should have set her free eight years ago. 
because you knew she wanted to make this work. You knew that she wasn't giving up on your relationship or your her relationship with you. You knew this and you held on to it. And it's upsetting. And the whole thing about going to dinner or something, you have to ask Robin for permission. I think that's what it feels like. I feel like it wasn't so much about asking for permission, more so than for him to look for a way out. And I feel like he told Robin what he was planning to do, which makes it so much worse than, yeah. I'm, I feel, I feel for her. She's, like you said, you want to have her, um, have, I, I, she maybe didn't know it then, but I'm sure she knows it now because apparently, according to my mom, I don't know if this is true, but she's with someone now. I'm so happy. I want her happiness. But, you know, you maybe didn't know it then. But he gave her such a gift, such a fucking gift, the best gift he could have ever given her, and that was setting her free. So, um, but yeah, I think that's basically it. I, I don't really have much more to say about this episode. Um, next episode, we finally hear her say that he is not worth it. Oh, I'm so excited. Next week's episode cannot come fast enough. Um, but yeah, that's it for me, for Sister Dwight. I, I don't have much to say about, um, Janelle, because she's driving me insane. But this whole back and forth, um, situation with her and Cody is like one minute she wants him, the next minute she's like, I don't know what the fuck I want. And I'm just like, bitch, make up your mind. At this point, really and truly, you know, make up your mind. I can care less if you like planting, whatever the case may be. I enjoy planting. I enjoy, you know, vegetables and planting flowers and things like that. I really do. That's something that I like to enjoy. Just when you have a green thumb, you have a green thumb. And that's something I like to do. So I can, I get where she's coming from. Um, but I, I don't care. <laughs> like that's the least of my issues, um, regarding her. Like I just don't care what she's doing in that matter. Um, it's just, I just find that she's so indecisive on her decision. Like, you know, come out and tell Cody that you want to divorce, you know, like, you keep saying that you you had this conversation with Christine, um, you know, saying, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be married anymore, and da 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 da. But you're telling all these things to Christine, but you're not speaking to the right person that you need to speak to, which is Cody. So, I I find it very irritating and highly annoying that you know. She's having all these emotions, all these feelings and all this shit, but you are not taking the necessary, the necessary steps to be like, Hey, let me sit down with Cody and let me talk to him and tell him how I really and truly feel. Like you're not doing that. And that's what's irritating me. Um, especially like when you go over to the next episode and, 
um, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going over to Janelle's house and I can see that there's no space for me in this condo. Like, just fucking tell him, like, oh my God. So yeah, that's what I find kind of irritating with her right now is the back and forth, her being indecisive. Um, you know, it's like she's kind of tagging him along the same way how he tagged along Mary, um, which we'll get to that, but it's just, it's just it's fucking ridiculous. Um, when it comes to, uh, Christine, you know, happy for her daughter, you know, having twins and everything like that, you know, it's a beautiful blessing. I'm happy. Um, you know, I'm, I, I can't really say much there because not much was really like to, to go on. Um, I will touch a little bit on the bicycle situation with Truly. Um, for me as a single mother, my other half, um, what's it called? He, you know, tried his part, his part in helping out um our child i'm just gonna put it as, as our child um and you know she was getting it and stuff like that but i watched a couple you know youtube videos and was reading on how to you know give um confidence to a child and how to ride a bike and you know we got it within a day like you know it was it was i was so proud of her and I was proud of myself because I did it. As a single mother, I, you know, I did it. I did something without, you know, the sperm donor's help. And he never purchased the bicycle. And I taught my child how to ride a bike type of thing. So I was very proud of myself. And I'm very proud of of my child as well. Now, the snippet that they showed of Truly and Cody, very, very disturbing um, I, I was just like, wow, like the way how he handled that situation with truly, you know, your inner face and you're raising your voice at her. And that is terrifying. That is not encouraging her to ride a bike. And I guarantee you, he would never speak to Robin's children in that fucking manner. But I, <laughs> I was, I was really upset because you're getting frustrated with the child when the child is already scared. She's frustrated. You're not making her feel confident. You're not making her feel good. You're not telling her certain things that she needs to hear. You're like, you're just yelling at her. She's like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, you don't, you don't do that. Um, so that was a, that was a trigger that really pissed me off. And I've, I like how, what's his name? Matthew, if that, if that's his name, I, I don't recall. Um, that was helping her, you know, kind of get, gonna get on the bike and helping her and stuff like that and letting them know, Hey, shut up. Stop talking. She doesn't need so much noise in her ear hole. In my opinion, she needs a one on one with who that person is again and go to, go somewhere else, go to like a parking lot or something like an empty parking lot or whatever or a park um somewhere where there's grass or something that she can like if she was to fall you know she's falling on grass but just just you know 
out of sight, out of mind, where her mom and her sisters and everyone are not just bothering her and yelling and this and that. Like, you're not helping her. And the way how Christine was just, you know, talking to her after the fact, it's just like, oh my God, shut up. Shut up. Like, it, it just, it really, it really, really bothered me. Um, and the way how Robin went along about, oh, Truly's, Truly's 12 and next year she's 13 and, you know, this is hard for us. And did it shut up and stop being manipulative? Like, please. Like, shut up because you're pissing me off. And I, I can't stand just how I just can't stand Robin and her manipulative tactics and the way how she speaks and the way how she just blames the other wives and their children. It's just like, blame yourself and also blame your husband. Blame the person that you're sleeping with at night, you know, because you clearly like there's a whole issue here. You are the young, you should have never inserted yourself in a family that was 10, 20, or 25 years in. You, you know, no. Because they already had an establishment. They already had things going. Maybe it wasn't the best of the best of the best, but you know, things were pretty okay. But until this little Miss Princess came along and, you know, you're 10 or 15 years younger than his other wives and stuff like that. Yeah. You're the fresh new puss on the block and he wants to sure dig in your hole every fucking night and wants to be with you and you make him feel young and nice again, you know, because he has this young bitch on his side. That's what it was, and that's what it is, and that's what it still is. Because if you look at Robin from back then till now, it's just like, whoa, <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's a lot. Um, yeah, I'm just really annoyed with that. Now, what really hurt me, and I know we talked about this briefly the other day, what really hurt me was how he treated Mary. Now, the fact that you're trying to get out of it and make up an excuse about, oh, you're watching the kids. Really? Really? So for you to talk to Robin about it and for Robin to probably tell you, yes, go, or probably to give you advice or whatever the case may be, you listen to your wife and you go to dinner with with Mary to just belittle this person, to make her feel so useless and worthless. You are a disgusting person. You are so disgusting. You could have just told her from the very beginning that, hey, I don't see our marriage working out. Even if he kept a promise and, you know, so far, or moving forward with his promise and things like that, and it just didn't work out for her or for, or for him or whatever, you should have told her within, whenever you had that feeling, he should have told her, hey, I need to have a sit down to conversation with Mary. You know, I need to, I need to tell her how I feel. And I think it would be fair to her to let her know this is how I'm feeling. So I'm not, you know, um, dragging her along. But no, you didn't. Yes, there were signs, but she still had hope because that's all she knew from the age of 19 and moving forward. That's all she knew. So for him to say to her, oh, I don't even know why you're calling to say happy anniversary. And are you serious? 
How fucking rude can you be and disrespectful can you be? But I'm pretty sure it would be, he would, he would feel weird if, you know, Janelle didn't, didn't, um, call him on their anniversary and whatever. They get. Like, come on. You, it's a double fucking standard here. And it's just like, whew. But, um, like I said, I really wanted to give her a hug because you can see the tears in her eyes and her eyes getting very glassy that, you know, she is hurting. She is really hurting. This person is really hurting her. And all she ever wanted was just to try to make her relationship work. But you just like, oh, I don't really care about Mary. I don't really care why she's still in Flagstaff. I don't know why she's here at this, that, and the third. Come the fuck on. You like, anyways, in the next episode, I'm very pleased that Mary is going to make that decision for herself. And be like, yep, yeah, I'm, I'm making some changes and these changes don't involve you and I'm done. And I really hope that this day and age, the current time right now that we're in, I really hope that she is with somebody. I really hope that she is happy and that she sees herself as being um, worthy, being capable of being loved, wanted, trusted, you know, sexually, physically, mentally, everything. She deserves that because she is still a person. At the end of the day, she is still a person. And this is what kind of pisses me off with Janelle and Christine as well, because Mary is still a person. You know, fuck all the shit that, you know, this person has done or whatever the case may be. She's still a person and they are not fucking perfect. They are not perfect in this world. And they have they have so much hate and animosity and Oh, I don't care to have a conversation with with Mary and no, I'm not going I'm not going to have a good conversation with Mary. Like put your bullshit to the side and understand that she is a woman. She has been around you guys for 30 something years and she is still a fucking person who has fucking feelings. But um yeah, that's my thoughts and I'm going to leave it there and until next time's episode. So that's it for Sister Wives for this week. Um, so yeah, I'm going to keep this short again, you know, we normally do, but we, we are again on all of our favorite podcast apps and you can rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We greatly appreciate that. That helps with our growth. And again, you can also find us on YouTube at Reality Tea Times 2. And you can subscribe, like, comment. We would love that as well. And yeah, you can connect with us on Facebook at Reality Tea Times 2, on Instagram and threads at Reality Tea Times 2 podcast. And you can email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com. And I think that's basically it for this episode of Sister Wives. So that's it for now, guys. Thanks.